and welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast and our Gaming Awards Show. Woo! Hip, hip, drunk. Craig, Jess and Andy here to deliver the goods, but before we get into all the exciting awards, let's have quick catch up and, you know, what's been happening in the gaming world, news, etc, etc. Well, you're banging the mic for a fucking start. What we've been doing, what's we've been up to. You've been dating, Andy. I've been dating. How's that going? Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that well? Yeah. Nah, I, went, I went on a date a couple of nights ago and uh, went to that Grow, uh-huh. which is really, really nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the date was fine. It was a good date and we ended up getting chucked out of the place because it was closing time. So the chat was good. Just nah, the usual... The attraction. No spark. I don't know if I'm like a picky bastard or something. I mean, it's starting to sound like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I've just got standards for myself. <laughs> Not to say the lassie was like a hacker. <laughs> she was lovely, you know what I mean? What was her feelings? Was she dripping wet? <laughs> Naturally, Craig. Naturally. <laughs> Look at me. I'm as handsome as handsome can be. Uh, I don't know. Um, I've got another date on Friday... And uh, she's very cute, so I'm looking forward to this one. And I've never hopefully been not another catfish for catfish situation. No, okay. uh, I mean, it is the season for love and joy, so uh, hopefully. hopefully, who knows? It'd be nice to snuggle with somebody other than the cats. <laughs> the cats are getting bored of me. <laughs> <laughs> You've had quite the week, Craig. Yes, yes, I have. Or quite the Monday. <laughs> It wasn't just Monday, but it will forever be known as that fucking Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 20 years from now, it'll be known as that fucking Monday. What's happened to you? Fucking honest to God. I'll try and keep this as short as possible, but it's difficult because it just felt like getting kicked in the balls while you got a fucking toe up the arse. Mm. Um, I had the dentist on Friday. Mm, lovely. Now, you should never go to the dentist on a Friday. Yeah, first takeaway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? And I should have learned that three months ago. Because, Why? Why three, well, three months ago, I went to the dentist on a Friday. Mm-hmm. I had a slight bit of like sensitivity in one of my teeth. She says, oh, you've got a fill in there, but it's quite old. It, it just needs replaced. Right. Cool. Fast forward 24 hours, I'm in fucking agony. Mm. I was in agony all weekend, Monday morning, straight in. Don't know what you've done, fucking fix it. Oh, right? Because yeah, I closed, right? Aye, so I just had to suffer it the whole weekend. Didn't mm-hmm. sleep, didn't do fuck all. This is three months ago. Right? Right. So I went in and they're like, oh, I don't know, I mean, the tooth's perfectly fine. It looks like a good filling. I'm like, does it, aye? Uh, Doesn't he feel it, one? Aye. And the guy's like, the only thing I can do is root canal. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Just fix this. Mm-hmm. So he, apparently root canal, I didn't know, is a two-step operation. Right? So he starts it. After that, feels totally fine. Right. Fast forward to Friday. And coming up to it, I was thinking, it's close to Christmas, it's close to the wedding, it's a fucking Friday, there's a few red flags here. This is here. dodgy. Aye. This is dodgy But thing. I don't like cancelling, because I know you've got to wait a long time for a, doc- a dentist mm-hmm. appointment, like somebody else isn't getting one cause of that. So I go, and I go in, they're like, right, we're going to do the second half of this. And it's the same girl that, to me, made a cunt of the filling. Alright, so you're a bit nervous right away. So, oh, I don't really, I don't mind the dentist, but I was just like, right, fine. And I go. So, she does the second part of this root canal. She's like, right, it probably could be a bit sensitive for a day or two. Fine. 
before I leave, she looks at an x-ray and she's like, oh, uh, see on your gum there, there's a dark mark. Uh, there's nothing you can do about that, but it is quite close to the tooth. Now, you should be fine, but there's a slight chance that you could feel some real discomfort out of this, some burning sensation on the tooth. And as soon as she said that, I was like, I'm the unlucky fucking prick that's going to get that, by the way. <laughs> so I go away for 24 hours. It's not too bad. Mm-hmm. We're out in the pub Saturday night, and I'm like, that tooth's starting to feel pretty warm. Starting to feel pretty fucking warm. Go to sleep. I go to bed Saturday night. I'm waking up, going to sleep, waking up, going to sleep, waking up. It's no great, no great. I'm working Sunday morning. I ended up just getting up at six o'clock in the morning and going to work because I couldn't sleep. Right. Uh, it's on fire, this tooth. I'm fucking gobbling painkillers to try and stop the fucking pain. Nothing's helping. Uh, about halfway through the day, I start to feel a bit of numbness on my lip, which again, she said, there's a slight chance could happen. Mm-hmm. That's no good. And lo and behold, it starts happening. So I'm like, that's no good. Coming and going, coming and going. By Sunday night, my lips totally numb, and my tooth's agony. Mm-hmm. I don't sleep Sunday night. Monday, I don't know where to go to work because I need to get to a dentist. And I'm supposed to be working in Glasgow, mm-hmm. so I stay local till nine o'clock, and I phone the dentist. We can only see you at one forty-five p.m. Right in the middle of the fucking day. Mm-hmm. So I take a chance. I go to Glasgow. As soon as I get there, the system's down. I can't do any work. So I drive all the way back, go to the dentist, and they're like, "Ah, you're, you're, ah, that's bad. That's really, that's, <laughs> that's really bad. It's a great job she did on Friday, though. Great job. Can't, oh, what, what a fucking, what a job she's done in that root canal. Great job. I'm thinking, well, it's clearly not a fucking great job, is it? Because my fucking face is hanging off. Mm-hmm. At this point, I can't feel anything on this side. Nothing. No. Um, so they give me antibiotics. Take them. See how you feel. Fine. So <laughs> fine. Oh well. <laughs> so I head, I head back to my work, and I'm, I've not got that much work to do. It's come up to the wedding. I'm like, I've not had a sunbed in a while. I feel like I could go for a sunbed, just get a wee bit of... You go for sunbeds, I used to always go for sunbeds, eh? Right. But I'm like, I've not been for one for a while, could do a bit of colour, no still not going to get it fucking outside the now. So I go for a sunbed, six minutes just to be safe. Right. I get out of the sunbeds, back into my work, and then I'm like, about ten minutes later, I'm like, oh, fucking skin's itchy, man, that's really, what the fuck? I'm like, ah, itching all over. Mm-hmm. Fifteen minutes later, I'm literally in the bathroom, in a cubicle, in my boxers, tearing my skin apart I'm like, ah, what the fuck has happened here what like there's no way I'm burnt six minutes like I used to go oh. for like t- three 12 minutes in beds a week oh, no. uh, I'm like there's no way I'm burnt but I'm itching I'm itching I'm itching uh, I'm like how the fuck am I even going to drive home like literally my whole skin's crawling mm-hmm. um, so I go out to the van I clear out the van fling everything in the bin somehow managed to drive home while wriggling about like a fucking worm. Folk are looking at me when I'm stopped at the lights, like, is that fucking cunt dancing? What's he doing? And I'm like, this fucking slither of it. <laughs> uh, so I get home, and just as I'm pulling out the drive, I'm like, oh, I need to take another one of those antibiotics. Mm. I reach down, I flung them in the bin at work, oh, along, with, along with everything else. Half an hour away I was working, oh. and I fucking flung them in the bin. So I'm like, I can't think about that just now. In the house, and in, straight into a shower, only the hot tap on, burning my skin, just trying to stop the itching. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, after about 10 minutes, it did stop the itching. Yeah. And I wasn't burnt, so I don't know what the fuck, how my skin had that reaction. 
Do you put something on before you go for a sunbed? You can do. I never like have. You, you can do. Just go in. I do. I. But um, I don't <coughs> know what. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. But it was bad. Mm. Uh, then I have to fucking drive all the way back to work and fish these fucking antibiotics out mm. the bin. Mm-hmm. So they were still there. Aye. And I get home, by the end of it, I go home at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Fury. Still with my fucking mouth hanging off. What's for dinner, Jess? It better be good. I couldn't eat in. What's on there, Jen? What's in the timetable? Couldn't <laughs> fucking eat in. Then fucking last night, so this was recording a Tuesday, Monday night, hardly slept, woke up every hour with the pain. I was ba- still in pain. I, I went back and the dentist said, they were like, right, look, take these antibiotics, but come back tomorrow. Oh. So I was in today. At four o'clock, and I went back in. It's the fucking first girl again. I'm like, Christ, is it here the we same? Go. What's the, is it that shadow? That bit like, is, is that an abscess well, or something? I, I went abscess. No, I don't. It's not an abscess. Mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly it is, but I, so I went in and they had a look the and, fluid? and she was she was like, ah, um, she she does think that the pain is coming from an abscess, oh. but she did say she doesn't think she's not convinced that the numbness is involved in that. And she said, sometimes you can get residual numbness. This could last for up to 18 months. Oh, my God. I can't feel anything on this side of my face. Nothing. Fuck. She got me to close my eyes, right, to see, because I think she was like, how much can he see or can't? Yep. So I I closed my eyes, and she's like jabbing me there, and I was like, yep, yep, yep. And from here, no, can't feel a thing, nothing. Till I get to there, basically my ear. So then she opened my lip, which I, I can't feel anything, and she used a, sca- a wee scalpel, and she was, like, pushing in. She's like, tell me when you feel something. And I'm like, no. Nah. She's like, no, 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 no. And oh. she was like, right, well, I've just cut you there. You're bleeding. And I was like, I can't even feel that you're touching mm. me. And then I was like, actually, I can taste the blood. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's a dodgy. A little bit dodgy, yes. So uh, for possibly, apparently... For 18 months, I might not be able to feel anything on the left side of my face. So, if you're going to slap him, Jess, just make sure oh, it's the yeah. That's not the takeaway from this. <laughs> She's like, ah, well, you you know what, you, see when I was walking out, she was like, we'll get you back in the 20th of January, see how the numbness is doing then. I was like, fucking hell, man. That's and that's how it's left. that you just went in for a normal filling. A, to get a, 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 a In hard words, a small filling replaced. Yeah, and now you're... Now I can't even feel the left Jesus. side of my mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. For possibly 18 months, and she's talking about referring me to the hospital. After 18 months. Well, where there's blame, there's a claim. Fucking right. Aye, fucking right, man. Aye. Get in there. Yeah, When I went in on Monday, I saw a different dentist, and the first thing she said, oh, what a job she's done with that uh, root canal, though. It's absolutely brilliant. And I thought, aye, is it? Fuck. Is Cover, it fuck? Covering each other's asses. That's exactly what I thought aye. straight away. I thought exactly you're, you're worried that I've got a fucking <laughs> that I've got the injury lawyers for you in the background. I mean, there's obviously something wrong with you, Mister Donnelly, but they have done a great job. <laughs> Honestly, that's oh, what how said. does great job in my face been numb coincide with each other? What they, an exact really? words where that's a beautiful root canal. And I said it doesn't feel beautiful. Aye, well, fucking right. Can't feel nothing. So I, I literally can't feel anything on the left side of my face. And it's difficult to eat or drink or fucking anything. No, it's not quite that bad, but it, it does feel like... See if you go to the dentist and they numb you up. Yeah, That's exactly like that. what it feels like. Oh, fucking hell. Mm. So that's Craig's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you came here for gaming and you got a dental <laughs> story. I did, have, I did have one good thing happen to me, though. Mm-hmm. What's that? So I can't remember if I mentioned this in last week's podcast, but I was irked 
Art. Uh, yeah, you'll all know that I'm quite the fan of the Greg's Salted Caramel Latte. Yes. Oh, Christ, don't we ever. Well, I travel about quite a lot for work. And so over the course of two days, I'd been in six different Greg's shops and I'd stood in fucking queues to get to the front and be told, we don't have any salted caramel. We don't have any caramel. I could give you a vanilla. Don't want a fucking <laughs> vanilla, do I? Yeah. So I tweeted Greg's, basically telling them to sort their life out. <laughs> Right, and they replied, "Been like, sorry about that. Can you DM us?" And I was oh, like, "Fucking right." So I, what did you DM them? I slid straight into DMs. Right, same what? I just said, "You told me to message you," and they were like, "You told me to call." And they were, and, and they replied, <laughs> they replied saying, "Can you give us uh, the the location of the stores and the time you were in mm. of the of the most recent one you were in?" And I was like, I nearly never replied because, like, I was just been. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was annoying, but. I, don't like ending bother. It's not their fault they didn't have any. Do you no, know what I mean? Like the, no. the, the people were pleasant. They said, look, we haven't had a delivery. Um, so I just replied saying it was this place, this place and this place. I said, the staff couldn't have been nicer. Like they hadn't got a delivery and it's not their fault. Yeah. Uh, and the, the person who should have ordered the delivery or replenished the stock is maybe their fault though, Craig. Well, I don't know, but they did reply <laughs> saying, we're really sorry about that. Um, do you have a Greg's reward card or whatever? And I don't, but I fucking signed up for one. And I replied saying, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, okay, we've credited eight pounds. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake, eight quid. See, I can't. I, I, was, I was expecting more there. I know, it's a wee bit disappointing. It's not Why the wee bit? Around ten. Why the, like, but that's the thing. How Why? much is a salted can? How much I don't know, I can get three lattes for that. Three. When you did go to three places and they never had it, so maybe that's what they were their thought process. But why was. eight quid? That's so bizarre, isn't it? So how much is it? Like two seventy or something? Aye. Something like but they gave you eight pound. Aye, they credited eight pound to but my like account. You said, Jess, why not just round it up to exactly. ten quid? Or, or a fiver? <laughs> just, you yeah, know what I mean? And for signing up for the app, you get a free drink as well. So I technically got four. You get four drinks. And most importantly. There's not a Greg's I've been into since that hasn't had it. So they <laughs> they got the kick up the arse they needed. Jink. That's what it was, because of you. I think I've put the foot down. <laughs> and slid into the DMs. Aye. Do you, know you what, told me to call. Do you know what was good, though? See, one of the places that I'd went to to try and get one, it was in Paisley. And it's in a shopping centre. And you know how you get these fucking dickheads that will stand there and they'll like try to sell you Sky TV or yeah, they'll try so to give you the, new windows the the and they stand right in the middle and yeah. every fucker that goes by they try and grab them yeah. so I was walking up towards one of them and I'd made eye contact and I thought oh, fuck I always yeah. just tell them to fuck off not in those words but I always just say I've already got what they've got and I just say I'm not interested and I keep mm. walking but they always try and grab you so the guy locked eyes on me but I stopped before he could get to me because I needed to lift cash mm-hmm. and uh I was watching him while I was lifting the cash because I'm like, I'm going to try and sneak by you out having to have an awkward conversation. <laughs> but it was so funny because there was another guy walking towards and the guy turned and he's like, oh, you saw him like as if he was looking at prey. And he was like, oh, do you want uh, Sky TV? And the guy was like, no, uh, I wouldn't take Sky TV. And I'll tell you why. And I just saw the guy's face just drop, Drum. and he's like, "Oh no, I'm not getting a sale here, and this guy's going to talk to me." Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, "I started telling him everything about why he hates Sky <laughs> and why he'd never get Sky," and I was 
pissing myself for lifting this money and the guy kept looking over at me and I was looking at him as if ah you get your own fucking medicine you wanker you wanker it's <laughs> a horrible job that isn't it Aye. I mean, to be fair that. to the people, like they are just doing the job they're employed yeah. to do, but it's. Yeah. But it was yeah. honestly, see that guy getting his own medicine, man. It was so yeah. fucking good. I was like, ah, do you like it? How do you like somebody stopping you and they won't fuck off? And you've got nowhere to be, so you can't even walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking knob. <laughs> right. So that was good. Um, I didn't put this in the news. I've, I'll show you the picture, but. Uh, I think it was last week, uh, Crisis Core fan- Final Fantasy VII Reunion came out. It's a right. remake of a, P- or a remaster of a PSP game. But it's really funny. So there's, I don't, I've never played the game, but apparently it's in some mansion in the game. And there's obviously different paintings in the wall. And someone noticed that one of the paintings on the wall has the Getty Images logo on it. <gasps> Bumped it. So- Oh, the the watermark. The watermark. Oh, wow. Alright. And so th- <laughs> that appears in multiple places in this mansion. They've put, they fucking stole images off Getty Images and put it in the game. Now, granted, they've probably put it in as like placeholders and forgot to replace it. Oh, but you don't often see a Getty Images logo no. in the middle Big watermark of in a middle fucking it. game. That's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I quite enjoyed that. It just shows you stuff can fall through the cracks sometimes, can it? Even with big companies. Nah, I mean, it's quite a big team that made it and stuff yeah. like that, but just that, uh, you can't you can test everything. Mm-hmm. You can't test everything. Uh, also, there has been more, uh, just little bits of like news to do with like Activision and Xbox, but we can't fucking keep talking about it. Mm, no. It's not going to go to court until like the middle of next year. We'll talk about it then. It's just, who gives a fuck? It's too much to fucking... Mm, I don't care. Ah, it's, it's just little bits of news every week. Like The one interesting thing that I, I do think about it now, though, is that I wonder what's worse for Sony if the deal goes through or it doesn't go through. Because if it goes through, that's what they're fighting against. But if it doesn't go through, Xbox are going to fucking go mental and just start buying folk left, right and centre and fucking getting exclusive deals and... Like, the, the head guy of Activision came out and said that they want the deal to go through. So what's to stop, if it doesn't go through, Xbox and Activision making, like, a third-party deal mm. that fucks Sony even more? Yeah, that's true. Ooh, time will tell. But next Indeed. year. Next year. We'll worry about that next year. Uh, what games have we been playing this week? What have you been playing? I like when you start. Okay. Uh, I finished. <laughs> I like it when you start. That's I, what I say to her often. Mm, <laughs> it does not work. I finished Wave Tail, which I spoke about last week. It's, I don't know, it's just quite a little easy going game. It's not difficult in terms of the enemies, but it's got nice little platforming, like the whole kind of riding the waves to go from place to place is quite fun. You can jump about. There's some like kind of time trial races that you do as well which are quite fun um, and it's a nice little story you know there's all, I think there's something to be said for games that don't pose difficulty see it's mm-hmm. just a fun time that you don't have to get fucking frustrated yeah like sometimes don't get me wrong I like difficult games as well or games that do pose a challenge but like sometimes you're just I want to just switch off and have a laugh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean it's not have a laugh really but it, you know it's easy going that's my how I would describe it cool and you've been playing Ori? Ori and the Will of the Wisps. How are you finding that? 
good. Looks beautiful. Simple gameplay. Uh, aye, enjoying it. And there's a new one as well. So that's why I thought I'll play this before it gets taken off the store. Because I can see that happening soon. Because it's been for a couple of years now. Try to think. Ah, there is, there the is two one. of them, but I can't. Is Will of the Wisps the new one or is it the first no, one? The one I'm playing, Will of the Wisps. Ori and the Will of the Wisps is the first one. Right. Uh, I don't think I've actually played that one, and I think I've played a little bit of the second uh, one. It's, it's really gorgeous. It looks like, mm. it looks like, a, a, like a painting, mm-hmm. like a moving painting. Um, and the gameplay is just really simple. It's like a kind of platformer kind of. Style. It's kind of Metroidvania in it, where you've got to go back and like unlock new areas and stuff. Yeah, we bit. So that's what I like about it. I like that type yeah. of gameplay. Um, so I win that. I've just been playing more Callisto Protocol. Mostly, I'm just try- I'm trying to get it finished um, before I write up my top ten list for games. I, d- I don't think it will make the my top five, but I think it will maybe make my top ten. I really like it. So far, it's I'm more than halfway through now. I'm hoping get a day off tomorrow. Hopefully, power through it. Um, but I, I really like it. Like it's it gives me massive Dead Space vibes. It's not as good as Dead Space One, but I fucking really enjoy what I'm playing of it. Um, thankfully, I've not had any technical issues, which I know a lot of people did have. But uh, but yeah, there, I mean, it does lack enemy variety. There is downsides to it, but it's just is I, the story I, good though? Is it? It's interesting. The story is interesting so far. I got to a bit last night where I was a little bit underwhelmed. Like something happened in the story. So there's like an almost like a there's a character that's a bit of an antagonist in the first half, and all of a sudden that just changes without much story behind it. I'm trying to be as vague as I can so that yeah. I don't spoil anything. Right. But I just felt like I don't know that it was almost it was un they didn't justify that change in the story very much. And I was like, ah, that was maybe a bit lazy writing. But I don't know. I mean, it could look further down the line, like pay off. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. It's intriguing. It's an intriguing world more so than anything else. Yeah. And you try to find out what's happening and get mm-hmm. off this fucking island. Well, not island, planet. Uh, so yeah, really enjoying that. And the other thing is Vampire Survivals, which... Mm. I'd been putting off playing for a couple of weeks now because it looks utter gash. It really does. Uh, everyone was banging on about it and I made the mistake of looking at a screenshot and thought, not no, a fucking you. prayer, not am I playing that. I imagine that's what most people would think when they, if they looked at it though. Yeah. But don't judge a book by its cover Certainly because not. it's addictive. Well, that's the thing. I can't remember what podcast it was I was listening to, but I listened to one and somebody had the exact same experience as me and they were like, fuck me, five minutes in. I was like, okay, I get it. Mm. I get it. And I was like, right, I'll give it five minutes. And the fucking same thing happened when I'm like, yep, this is really fucking addictive. You played a wee bit of it as well, Jess? Yeah, yeah, I have as well. Yeah. It's just, they drip feed you stuff so regularly and so well that it just, it, constantly feels you get that constant sense of progression that constant mm-hmm. sense of getting a wee bit better that co- like it's just it's really fucking good and i was showing you earlier like I'd, on saturday i had messaged castles and been like you need to try this game knowing very well that he's got an addictive personality <laughs> and uh an hour later he texts me back fuck you <laughs> and then I, I checked tonight he's put an uh, he's put one day and nine hours so that's what 33 hours in since Saturday. <laughs> Jesus. 
that's how much he's played the game. So he's not been sleeping much. Mm. It would seem that way. Yeah, so... He should be working in his best man speech. Never mind uh, playing computer games. <laughs> He'll probably just walk up and go, Vampire Survivors, play it. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what I would say is, if you haven't tried it, give it a go, but be prepared that you're going to lose a lot of time. It's also apparently on mobile. I refuse point blank to download it on mobile because that's going to be too accessible. Right now I have to be at home and put the Xbox on to play it. But if it's on my phone, it'll just... that. No, I can't do it. Can't do it to myself. No. We will run through a few bits of news just before we move on to the award. News, news, I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. I was believing So, first up, according to a reliable media leaker, The Last of Us Part 3 is in production at Naughty Dog. Viewer Anon, Anon? Viewer Anon. Viewer Anon is the username they go by and shortly after last week's recording they tweeted out, if I don't get a screener link to The Last of Us in 10 minutes, I'm going to have to drop a scoop. It's not blackmail, I'd just be too busy watching to tweet. This was then quote tweeted 10 minutes later with the following, well, I'm not watching anything so Druckmann's next game is The Last of Us Part 3, which is currently in production at Naughty Dog. What's your thoughts on them continuing with Naughty uh, with Last of Us? My thoughts are that it definitely is blackmail because mm, yeah. he basically said, "I've got information you don't want to get out, yeah. and I'm going to tell everybody unless you give me a screener for the Last of Us." <laughs> and they didn't because Neil Druckmann probably wasn't about I was at the say, time. Like ten minutes isn't an awful long time to give. I mean, he was, cl- was clearly meant as a joke. He was going to put it yeah. out anyway. Uh, the guy's credible. The guy is a credible leaker. Um, a credible leaker. Aye. What a fucking. <laughs> he said he said loads of shit in the past that he's been right about. Aye, so that's not a good thing, really, is it? No, but he's clearly got connections. Yeah. So this will be true. I think it was about a year ago. Neil Druckmann did say that he did have the story written for Last of Us Part Three, but they didn't know if they'd make it or when or what. But they're obviously going with it now. I mean, yeah. it's it's the franchise is got so much momentum behind it now and it, you know there was the the previous titles like it's sold and i think it will continue to it will i uh, it just the one kind of worrying part is that it seems like sony are starting to like play it safe almost like last of us did really well so we're getting last of us 2 we're getting last of us factions we're getting last of us 3 we're getting the last of us tv show we talked about Horizon. Horizon 2 did well, so we're getting a Horizon TV show, we're getting a Horizon VR, we're getting a Horizon online game, yeah, we're getting Horizon it, 3. Milking it now. And it just seems like they're going for the guaranteed money just now. And so I'm not saying necessarily that's a bad thing, but like, I don't know, like, the only reason we got The Last of Us is because Sony were willing to turn around to Naughty Dog and say, you don't have to make another Uncharted game next. You can make The Last of Us. You can make something new. And we got The Last of Us. And if they had turned around at that point and went, nut, you just need to keep making Uncharted because it sells well, then we'd never even got that. Like, Killzone sells all right. Like, if they just kept saying, you just need to keep making Killzone, we'd never have got Horizon. But it seems like now Sony just want 
it's it seems almost like they're turning into like Xbox from 2013, where they want everything to be a TV show. <laughs> like that's it was mm. almost like that was how PlayStation firmly got back on top was waiting for Microsoft to do that conference saying TV, TV, TV and then they looked over at them and went <laughs> stay of these guys it's supposed to be gaming and everyone was like I we like you Sony and now it's the shoe on the other foot where they're going I mean we'll get to it a wee bit later on but they've now commissioned a God of War TV show we're waiting on the Twisted Metal TV show we're getting a Horizon TV show God we've... of War TV show, when did that get announced? last week it was it was rumoured and now it's been confirmed. I think we've got it later in the news. Hmm. But um, yep, so we're getting fuck. There's a Gran Turismo movie that's due out. There'll be another Uncharted movie. I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily to capitalise on the products that you've no. got and work no. like. But do you need? I don't know if you need to do as many of them. Hmm. But it's all about money at the end of the day, though, isn't it? It's the, yeah. They might make it's money. It's a business. So, like exactly. if you've got something to sell then sell yeah. it like I don't know I, I think my issue with it is and I said about it with the last of us TV show I'll just pull the, the God of War news forward but um, so yeah the bit of news was that Sony and Amazon have confirmed that they're going to make a God of War TV show and what's what it's going to be is the retelling of the 2018 game is going to be the TV show they should get Christopher Judge just to do that I think they will because the guy's massive mm-hmm and also, Kratos is white, like the whole thing is he's white with the ashes of his uh, child and his wife. So they can do him up, like, because he's black, obviously. Uh-huh. But they can <laughs> white him up. <laughs> I don't know if that's what we're doing, actually. I don't know if that will go down very well. But they could white. It would, it's only if you did it the other way. They they wouldn't go down well. I mean, that's why it could work, because mm-hmm. makeup wise, Kratos is white. As in white with ashes, though, Aye. so they could do that, and then like supplant- this is good. That's just as good an idea as any, especially because well, supplant- he's got the voice, exactly. and he need you need the voice exactly. And he's he is a fucking big guy, Aye. so he plays that part. My problem is the fact that they're retelling the 2018 game. Like, why? Like, why is the Last of Us story. TV show telling us the story of the Last of Us one? Why is the because God of War TV show going to tell? Gamers, but not everybody else is gamers. <sighs> I know, but. These are two games that are so cinematic. I feel like they're just going to get looked exactly next to each other. Making them into TV shows because the, the the template's already there and it's already brilliant. So they're just like we we know we we know the story because we're gamers. There's a lot of people out there that aren't gamers and just like TV shows. They're going to get to enjoy it, and then they might then go, "Well, that's a game. Oh, I might go and check that out." But, with, but if go. they check it out, then they're going to play exactly what they just watched. Oh, fuck, I don't know, man. Imagine trying to put him, him in a board meeting. <laughs> uh, but I don't know, guys. <laughs> if they put me in a board meeting, I'd come up with better ideas. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Let's tell more stories. Let's tell new stories with Kratos. <clears throat> get him out. Chuck him out of the meeting. <laughs> go and get some croissants. These ones are hard. Go on. Uh, we've also got Resident Evil Village confirmed for PSVR 2 at launch. It's going to be free DLC if you already own the game. So It's pretty cool. They could easily charge for that. Mm. Like, Resident Evil Village has sold millions of copies. So there's a lot of people that if you pick up a PSVR 2, you're basically getting a new game for free. I would have... If I was them, I'd have charged... 10, 20 quid, like it's a lot of work to make a VR mode mm. but I mean it's cool, don't be wrong, it's, it's definitely good 
just strange that Sony aren't making a bigger deal about this. Like, that's a big game for PSVR 2. I thought they were going to, like, do, like, a showcase or something, mm-hmm. but it just got announced in a tweet. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to do that in VR, though. What? Resident yeah, Evil Resident Village. Evil. I can't do VR, so that's me out. But, I mean, think about it, like, I think getting chased by Lady Dimitrescu would be quite fucking scary, but remember the second part, I'd, again... Be careful for spoilers, but you know it's the game sort of cut into four sections. Mm-hmm. Remember the second bit with a sort of haunted house and mm-hmm. the giant baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Not. I would not be a fan of that in mm-hmm. VR. And the, the noise and everything. Was Aye. Just, just hiding under the bed. Aye. In fucking VR. Yeah. No, I wouldn't like that. Aye. Yeah. Continuing with VR, Assassin's Creed. VR is still in development and outside of Mirage appears to be the furthest along in development despite never being shown off. Earlier in the year, Insider Gaming was sent video footage of the game anonymously which showed the game to be almost complete, although this recent news comes because of a job listing that was spotted at Ubisoft for a lead level designer and a senior technical artist. The game apparently allows you to play as Ezio, Cassandra, Connor and Hatham across their respective settings. It's understood that Nexus, which may still be a codename for the VR title, will contain all of the features you know and love from the franchise, including pickpocketing, lockpicking, climbing, assassinations, combat, and even the leap of faith. Doing a leap of faith in VR would be fucking terrifying. I know, we've done like Richie's Plank and Jesus, that's horrific. Imagine, no. Remember Brian broke a rib? Yeah, that was... My cousin broke his rib falling off that Richie's uh, VR plank, Richie's plank experience. I'd be up for another Assassin's Creed experience. I've, I've, a VR Assassin's Creed sounds pretty cool. It sounds sounds dangerous. Mm. <laughs> sounds Last, really fucking dangerous. I wouldn't want a TV near me. Creed game I played was Valhalla. So I've, mm. no, I've never had an experience since then. Well, we should have Mirage next year, which mm. looks fucking awesome. Yeah. It's back to the kind of old school Assassin's Creed, more densely populated city. I'm glad they've stopped doing it like every year. Aye. Because that was too much. Yeah. Just get desaturized to it and just it comes old. I sort of felt like Odyssey and Origins felt too similar. Yeah. I know they were different locate different fucking countries but they both just felt like a lot of sand it was just another skin it was like (laughs) just another skin on the same game really they must have reused a load of assets which you would I mean it's a fucking massive open world how much do between that amount of time really not a lot no so uh, that's why it's good to give give them a break and then come back fresh and kind of collate all these ideas that people maybe had and put them into practice and have different game experience with it I think we'll get that with Mirage. I think it'll be really good. Whether they're able to translate this to VR or not, I don't know. It sounds quite difficult to do. But I thought it would have been a more, I don't know, streamlined game for VR. Not as much climbing, not a leap of faith. But fair Mm -hmm. fucks them if they're going to put all that in. I'll try it. See if we we survive it. So good news, Hogwarts Legacy has gone gold and will likely hit the February 10th date. However, the PS4 and Xbox One release has been pushed back to April 4th and the Switch release is now just listed as summer. Hmm. Ah, there's a rumour that they tried to 
put it on the Switch and it was just fucking flames coming out it and they're like, I we're yeah. gonna need to fucking delay this. It turns out the Switch is actually sh- just Shit. not not capable of playing anything. <laughs> God. I can't believe they're bringing it out in the Switch. And it's not like you know, like Resident Evil Village is on the Switch, but it's a cloud version where you like play it, you sort of stream it over the internet. Mm. I thought it was going to be that. That makes sense. How the fuck are they supposed to get this thing running on a Switch? I know, but equally thinking of their sort of target audience, I think you have a lot of Switch players that are hardcore fans. It would sell well on the Switch. Yeah, but you still need to fucking somehow get it running. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they know something we don't. There's going to be like a Switch Two. I can't imagine the, the texture map's going to be very big on this this game. <laughs> no. Take some witchcraft and wizardry to make it make it work, eh? It will. Get Harry on the case. Go on, Harry. Spectopatramus. Oh. That wasn't good. <laughs> it's quite sore to talk, but it's even sorer than a Harry Potter voice for some reason. Have you seen those uh, adverts for the new ones, Harry Potter ones? No. It's got the flash paper. You know how flash oh, paper. Oh, really? Uh, that sounds really dangerous. I like it. You can you do, you do that. Apparently, like you flick it, and the flash paper goes. So it looks as if you're casting a spell. Wow. And the flash paper goes like that. It looks. It does look cool as fuck. It does look cool. How much that set you back? Forty fifty pound. Uh, Christmas is just around the corner as well. Mm-hmm. See if I can amend my Santa list. Spectopatramus. Boom. Then. They were like down the street fighting each other with flash paper going ding ding like hiding behind cars ding ding We should get one each and then stage something in the town and film it <laughs> Just ding <laughs> These would look super cool That's the aim That is the aim <laughs> I know <laughs> So Crystal Dynamics are teaming up with Amazon for the next Tomb Raider game Hmm this is weird as fuck, this. Mm, that is weird news. What are they doing now? Are they continuing what was before? They've like, not said. I think that was a trilogy and then it's going to be something different, but I don't know. Mm. But it's so strange because Tomb Raider was only... It was last... Was it this year? It was this year. Tomb Raider, along with all the other Western Square Enix things, were sold to Embracer, mm. who are a publisher. Mm. So why the fuck are Embracer not publishing the game? Instead, they've teamed up with Amazon to do it. And it looks like Embracer are skint. Like, they've bought all these things, but they don't actually have the money to fund all of them. Like, Tomb Raider's probably the biggest game they own. So, like, Tomb Raider's probably, like, a fucking couple of hundred million to make. Mm. And I don't think they have that money. So they've had to go, Mm. right, we do own you go and find a partner to publish this game. And so Amazon are basically funding the game, hmm. which is weird. But I, I do wonder, I think maybe Embracer just looked at it and went, it was too, because they got Square Enix for 300 million, which is a snip. I mean, Tomb Raider alone's worth more than 300 million. Hmm. So I wonder if they just looked at it and went, it's too good a deal not to take. We'll take it. And then, worry about it later. Aye, and now they're worrying about it as we can't afford to make the Tomb Raider game. But if we team up with Amazon, we can use the profits from that and we'll mm. be able to fund the next one. Maybe. Mm. Plus, again, since everything these days has to become a fucking TV show and a film, if you are trying to do cross-media, Amazon's maybe not the worst people to go to because then if they're in, all in in the game, then you could go, what about, what about a TV show? What about a, a film? Mm. I'd be right up for a new Tomb Raider film. Get Angelina back. That'd be great. 
I prefer her over the Skarsgård lassie, whatever her name was. Alicia Vikander. Yeah, like what age is Angelina Jolie though? 50 odd? Smash must be up there. Yeah. Still looks great though. She's still be able to do it, I think. Yeah. And she's as good as Helen Mirren. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'll take them both. <laughs> Right, let's start a petition to get Helen Mirren as Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. It'd be fucking, it would be like that, trying to raid her tomb, can you imagine? <laughs> trying to go the cobwebs out of the way. <laughs> so, so, somebody's inside yeah. Helen Mirren with a fucking lantern. Like, fucking hell, nobody's been here for 30 years. <laughs> We need a wee fucking Nigerian guide guy to help us walk through. It's like, aye, back in the 70s, this place was really populated. <laughs> this way, her tutu. <laughs> Machete. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's just cobwebs and bats in here. <laughs> I really hope Helen Mirren's not a listener. The last two weeks, I've not been kind to her. No, because that's me. I'm not getting a date now. Nah. That's <laughs> <laughs> <I get you. laughs> Fucked. <laughs> it's alright because so she um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, last bit of news Square Enix announced on Sunday on the 35th anniversary of Final Fantasy that the Pixel Remaster series will come to Playstation 4 and Nintendo Switch in spring a physical collector's edition was also revealed Final Fantasy Pixels Yay! Oh, fuck. It actually, I saw a couple of screenshots of this and it does look surprisingly not that shit. And I don't like Final Fantasy or pixel-based RPGs <laughs> of the J variety. But um, I, I noticed this is already out on Steam. Hmm. So I'll maybe take a look at it. It did look kind of cool. It looked less shit than I thought it would. Um... But yeah, folk are really excited. There's like a fucking really cool collector's edition and stuff. Okay. Award time. It only comes round but once a year. Well, the annual. Yeah, awards. this is the second award show that we have done being around for almost two years now so I guess we can call it annual mm. awards show um, so if you listened last year you may recall some of the awards we gave out not only do we want to recognise those that have made excellent games in the last year but we also want to ensure those who have impacted on our lives in some shape or form are also awarded awarded yes Yes. there are no actual awards just to be clear however you know a shout out from us is I don't fucking, I don't want any letters or emails or fucking carrier pigeons being like, where's my trophy? Fuck off. Right? You're not getting in. Yeah. You've been awarded, uh, you know, in words. Yes. <laughs> that should be enough. Yeah. This is prestigious as fuck, by the way. Indeed. Um, okay, so yeah, let's start low low bar and we'll build up so the first first award for a large portion of the year our trophy slash achievement section was called shitty platinum mm-hmm. i recall it well yes um but which game this year was so shit it had to be removed by an extendable poll the nominations are radioactive dwarfs the pigeon p and all its shitey pals I'm in love with your dead grandmother. 
cue music. Cue Helen. And Elliot and Oriana's first date RPG. The winner is both Elliot and Oriana's first date RPG for leaving us in the fucking lurch. If you recall back, I do recall. I went into great detail about this first date. It lasted five minutes, and you didn't even get the date. All she you got, got ready. She got to the bus stop. Uh huh. Then he got ready. He got to the bus stop. Yeah, aye. So it was like the first game came out, and it was her. And you got her dressed weird. Then you got her to the bus stop, and then it ended. To be continued. The next one came out. Oh, we're gonna get the. We're gonna find out if she gets the date. No, it's just the fucking same thing for his perspective. Hmm. And then for months now they've left us hanging. Does he get the date? Does she get the date? Do they fucking fall in love? Do they both get killed? Is he an axe murderer? Nobody knows. So for that reason, you win shittiest of shitty Platinums. Hmm. So they've not resolved it? No. I don't think they're going to either. That's the worst part. Hmm. I don't think they've got... I don't even know if they had any intention. I just think they wanted to leave fucking cunts like me in the hook. (laughs) Well. Okay, next up is the Not Up to Code Award, which we present to a game that needs to buy a drawing board and then go back to it. The nominations for this award are... eFootball 2023. R.I.P. Pez. (laughs) Overwatch 2. Babylon's Fall and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So these are all games that were buggy as fuck. Yeah. In some shape or form. You could argue that Overwatch 2 it wasn't really its fault. It got like doxxed by users. Mm. Uh, but it was unplayable at launch. Pez is just still a fucking mess. Sorry, eFootball. Uh, Babylon's Fall is one of the worst games of the year. And it's supposed to be a live service game. They're shutting it down already. Wow. Tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. And the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet game runs like absolute ass. It's the lowest rated, like, via Metacritic Pokemon game in fucking years because of it. Or mainline one or something like that. I mean, I didn't play it. To be fair, our son thought it was great, but he probably doesn't know much better. So let's. What do you think? I mean, I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy to to give Pez a back to back win because it's fucking. It won it last year, and it's still a fucking mess. There's Not improved, which no. I think would. Yeah. Some people would argue it's got worse. There's still no master league. There's still only sixteen teams. No, get that in. Aye. Aye. We're now well over a year. Yeah, it's no, a fucking mess. Yep. Yeah. Okay. E football twenty twenty. Even had the fucking cheek to relaunch it as twenty twenty three. With fucking the updates. Oh, fuck off. That's chancy. Aye. Right, not up to code award. No, eFootball well, 2023. Can they do it for a third year in a row no. where they have the absolute fucking goal to rename it 2024? <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next year to find out. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the Out of This World Award. A game so good that you had to enter a virtual space to play it. Nominations for this one are... Moss Book 2, Hubris, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2, Retribution, and Cities VR. The winner is Moss Book 2, which is a phenomenal game that no fucker played. Mm. And hopefully will next year. 
once it releases on a headset that people are planning to buy. Okay, we've got a new award for this year and it is Discord Member of the Year. And this is awarded to the most active person on our server. So the nominations for this one are... Craig, naturally. Tam. Donnie. Ryan and Chris so well done to all of you because you are the top five active people on the discord server however Mm -hmm. who has won the award Craig the winner of the award this prestigious first award award that will be very difficult to do next year unless we take down a tally of what everyone had after year one yeah true (laughs) is Chris by a landslide might it be said yeah, a landslide. And that is not even including the DMs he's been sending me of his cock. <laughs> how many, Jess, you can you can see the answer, but Andy, how many? So this Discord started in the 1st of January 2022. So we're nearly a year. How many messages do you think Chris has posted? Uh, a y- nearly a year. You're talking so far about 350 days. So let's see. Three thousand. Seventy-one thousand eight hundred and eighteen. Wow! Right, say that. Like, hold on. Say that again. Seventy-one thousand eight hundred and eighteen. So that's like two hundred four messages a day. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. It's commitment. Yeah, it is commitment. I know, and just for reference, like second place was Donnie forty seven thousand, Tam forty four thousand, Ryan twenty nine, and Craig you were thirty six thousand. Yep. So he's run away with it. Yep. Yep. A worthy Discord member of the year. Yep. Especially for his Photoshop skills. Mm-hmm. Well hmm. <laughs> Thank you for your participation. Yes. Indeed. Long may it continue. Yes. Um, and yeah, while Ryan, Donnie, Callum and Craig didn't pick up Discord Member of the Year, they are definitely in with a shot of taking home the next award. Um, this one goes to the most binnable. Mm. So the item that, above all others, should have been double-bagged. Nominations for this one are Amber Heard. She was a standout bin. Yeah, that was a real that was a real trauma, wasn't it? That just kept going yeah. and going and going. And each, each week we were like... Ah, but she can go in next week. We're waiting for this trial to end to <laughs> fully bid her. Uh, the four Discord bin boys, as I mentioned. NFTs, they were a memorable one also. And the bin itself. Which is the winner. It is the winner. The time has come. I the feel. time has come. The bin has been going for around nine months now. And it has done well. It's it's done as well. It was a squinny idea. Squinny the favourite. And we're not completely getting rid of it, but it's not going to be a weekly section going forward. It will be used as and when required. So we're taking this opportunity to bin the bin. Yes. So the bin can get in the fucking bin. Yeah. For one last time, though, let's let's listen to the Irish guys. Johnny, did you put out the bin? I did, yeah, I did. 
get your little wheelie bin and push all of your rubbish in. You better hurry, don't be late. They'll soon be outside of your gate. Are the bin men coming? Are the bin men coming? As the cry of every woman, will the bin men come today? Okay, in 2022, it feels like more than ever a game needs to justify its existence by taking on more and more hours. So next we have the One Night Stand Award for a game that didn't overstay its welcome. So the nominations for this one are Stray, Sifu, Return to Monkey Island and Jack Move. Yeah, so these are all like short games that you can complete in one night, should you wish. Um, yeah. Games that just didn't outstay their welcome, Mm -hmm. which is rare these days for me. Uh, I think Jack Move, just for the fact that I don't play RPGs really, and I definitely don't play turn-based RPGs, mostly because they're usually about fucking 80 hours long. And so to have one that was seven, eight hours long was fucking great. And I actually got to play it and love it and like... It's so rare for that genre that I think like it's one of the most accessible types of JRPG. And so for that reason, I think it's that. And just to slide in a bit of news that you'll be interested in, Andy, when Sifu was mentioned, it's coming to Xbox in March. Cool. And it's, definitely play that. Uh, alongside <clears throat> a massive update as well. I listened to that after, <clears throat> Afterlife episode where you done with Donnie uh, lately and you were talking about Sifu and how it's... You thought it was a fighting game, or oh yeah, aye, aye. I'm, I'm with Don in this one. It's no fight. It's I suppose, he's, aye. He's writing his opinion that a fighting game's too like Tekken or aye. Yeah, this is a well, it is fighting in it, but it's no fighting game. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that after, and yeah, I think you're aye. I'll give you. It. Yeah, I think you're right, aye. So is Donny. There you go, Donny. You are right. I was willing to say you're right. Don't fucking. Placate no, that cunt. Going <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is the Wee Bairn Award for a developer's coming out party. So the nominations for this one are... Greylock Studio for Severed Steel, FYQD Studio for Bright Memory Infinite, Blue 12 Studio for Stray, and interior slash night for As Dusk Falls. I really want to know what, and I obviously could probably just Google it, what the fuck do you think FYQD Studio stands for? I mean, it will be something. I hope it's not something like horrendously racist. And we've just what put it up in a word. FYQD Studio. They were the ones, remember that game, you'll have seen it, it's a first-person shooter that was made by, like, one guy, but the graphics on it are, like, fucking yeah, excellent on Xbox. Aye. That, yeah. Is that yeah. coming out? It's out. Bright Memory Infinite. Wait, on what? Xbox. Is it? It's on PlayStation as well now. What? It's not on Game Pass, so... It was at one point. What? China-based. So, they had... At first, they had Bright Memory, which was almost like a demo for the full game, and that was definitely on Game Pass at one point. Uh, I don't know if Bright Memory Infinite is, but it's not like expensive; it's pretty cheap because it's like a two-hour, two-hour game. Yeah, seen that it's, it's coming up. Seeing episode one, and episode two. It's a Chinese studio, so I mean that could mean anything. That fucking title. So it could definitely be racist then. Mm. <laughs> 
I would maybe go Stray. I think Stray deserves something. I've not played it, but everyone seemed to really enjoy Stray. Cats don't get enough love. Cats don't get enough love, yeah. Let's, yeah. So the winner for this award is Stray. What I would say, though, I mean, we're not doing runner-ups, but fuck me, Greylock Studio with Severed Steel. Like, I'm not just saying this because we had an interview with the guy, but that game's fucking awesome. It's a fucking really cool game and should be checked out. Okay, moving on to a more sombre award. This one is given out to the biggest disappointment of 2022, a game that just didn't cut the mustard. Nominations are... Once again, eFootball 2023, Gotham Knights, Saints Row and Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. I'd love to just keep fucking kicking the shit out of Pez. <laughs> eFootball. The winner is Saints Row because it looked, the trailers before it came out looked fucking awesome. Like, it's been so long since a GTA game that, I don't know, everyone was ready for like an open world sandbox game. Like, the Saints Row games are fucking cool. And it's not that it was fucking really terrible. I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. Aye, but I I thought from the trailers they showed before it came out, it looked like it was going to be like a next gen open world game. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking not. Like, you go down the street and there's like one or two. Like, in terms of like density, it's like Vice City, Mm. which is not fucking good enough at all. Uh, so yeah, that was a massive disappointment, and so much so that the studio has been fucking reallocated. Okay, and finally, the last award goes to the winner of the first annual Pure Dead Gaming Fantasy Critic League. So, for those who aren't aware, we run a fantasy league where entrants pick games and score points based on their open critic scores. So. I will just run through the top three then. So in the third place, we have Chris. Second place is Richard. And the winner is James. Well done, James. He picked some fucking belters. You need to get involved in this next year, Andy. Hmm. Where did the juice come? I was fifth. I was sixth. Hmm. How many was there? Nine. There's going to be more next year, I think. Hmm. But it's it's really cool. So you do it. You all get to, you don't all get together in real life, but you get all get together online and you do a live draft. Yeah. And so with so many games coming out in twenty twenty three, it goes round robin, and you each choose a game. And then when it comes out, whatever the open critic score falls on, however many points it is over seventy, you get those points. And however, yeah. if it's below seventy, then you lose points. So like, say you. Come up with this. It's a website that they started and it's gaining oh, real yeah. popularity. Like, it's really, really good. So, like, say, like, I don't know, Stray 2 comes out next year and it's an 83 and you had it, you would get 13 points. And so each person gets to choose 10 games. Mm-hmm. And, like, throughout the year, you can just do it and then basically leave it like a lot of people have. But if you want, you can start trading games throughout the year and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. really cool. There's there's quite a few people that have sort of shown interest for joining for next year. We're going to be doing that. We'll do the draft beginning of January. Yeah, so if you're not in our Discord and if that's something that interests you, make sure you do join. There's a fantasy critic. Do you, what do you call it? Section? Channel. Channel, that's the word I was looking for. Um, so yeah, hop in there and we'll post all the details in early January. 
And we do have one more thing to give away. Yes, we have a giveaway for an Nacon Revolution X Pro controller. And we were running that on Twitter and Discord and said we'd announce the winner here. And the winner is Baz. Congratulations, Baz. You have won. Has he, he got the console to facilitate this controller? I fucking hope so. I, I, th- I believe he does. I believe he does. I mean, if he doesn't, then he can fucking pawn it's it. It's his fault for the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll be sellable, but you are the winner. So get in touch and we will get that out to you as soon as possible, given the current festivities. Mm-hmm. Okay, we hope you enjoyed that. Um, we are going to just finish off with our movie and TV section for Christmas because we did pick four Christmas movies to watch this month and you know, I wouldn't have minded been in this for this month, uh, for this week because it was shit but we'll get to that. You're not a fan particularly of Gremlins, were you? No. No. Uh, It's not as good as I remember to be fair. It's it's one of these things that doesn't... It's very slow to start. That's what you said as well. You said there's not much happening here. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of build up. I, yeah, I did comment on that. A lot build up for like a lot, a lot really happening at the end. Mm. I think maybe two is a lot better. In my head, I've got a lot more images of and nothing. All the images in my head didn't happen, so I'm thinking they must be in two. Mm. Castles was saying the same thing. He yeah. watched it with me as we usually watch the films, and he was saying like he much prefers the second film. I think I do as well. It's been that long. I can't even remember the second film, so I'm going to watch it soon. Because the only bit I really remember from this film after watching it is the beginning with the guys in the shop, mm. the Chinese shop, and he's and he's looking about and he's trying to buy that. He's trying to get the guy to buy his buddy, travel buddy. Ah, it's the worst inventor ever. Aye, fucking toothpaste spraying all over him and everything. <laughs> It's the size of a fucking brick, and he's like, it's a travel buddy, and you're like, you need a suitcase for the fucking thing, mate. Streamline travel. This fucking thing's got wings. (laughs) Um, Then he hears the noise of the Mogwai, Mm. and then he starts to, he wants to buy it, blah, blah, blah. And it's the wee grandson, obviously, that sells it to him. That's the bit, that's all I really remember. And then the rest was like, like you say, it's so fucking slow to start. Mm. Just not a lot really happens. It's like building up all this. Or the the world and the car and it's like why are you building up the world really? There's, just get to the fun bit. Yeah, but there's also no explanation in the building up why these little things are just accepted in the world. Like, yeah. oh, this is fine. I mean, yeah. th- these are here and we live with these. Like, well, <laughs> well, yeah. So I found it weird that the guy, the wee, I can't remember what his name is. The wee guy that comes over to visit, and he's like, oh, come on, I'm going to show you. Uh, this new pet I've got. And at first, the wee guy's like, oh, that's really cool. Ah, oh, that is really cool. And then he gets a little, he spills his drink on him, he gets a little bit wet, a couple of fur balls come off, and more produce. And the wee guy's mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, that is, that is cool. That is cool. And then he just walks off, sits on the bed, and starts reading a magazine. And you're like, oh, it's Corey Feldman, isn't it? Ah, the, you know the wee pal? Wee kid. Aye. And you're like, You've literally just watched a furball come off an animal and come to life, and you've went, yeah, cool, very cool, and you've went over and started reading a magazine. I'd be like, what the fuck? Exactly. Is going on here? What, what is wrong with you, mate? I'd be shaking myself. These things start popping all over your room. Aye, I'd be making plans to leave the country. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, it's listed as a horror. 
comedy, fantasy, horror. Mm. So it is. Um, which, no. like, I don't know. This is, I said to you, this isn't a Christmas film. And I, like, it's set at Christmas. There's trees. Mm. I know that that's the present for Christmas. Like, I get it, but it's not, I don't the know. Sentiment. I know you mean, well, a Christmas film, it's like, it should be about. The feel good Christmas. That, Christmas. Yeah, that's Aye. a Christmas film to Just me. Just because it's set at Christmas, that's what you're. you're yeah, like, but also Die Hard is a Christmas it. film. But, right. but well, it's got the feel good family get mm-hmm. together at the end, right? Batman, no. This one, no. I put a tweet up. Is Gremlins a Christmas movie? We had 401 votes. Right, but only people that are going to be like, oh, yes, it's a Christmas film, are going to say yes. Folk will just scroll by it otherwise. 15% mm-hmm. said no. Right, 85% said yes. No, but that's only because it's voters that. I think it's voted. just saying yeah, Christmas. <laughs> but that's the same with Die Hard. No, no, I, I think Die Hard's. It's about family. Because he's trying to, he's trying his best to get back to his family. Mm. You could say that's the spirit of Christmas there. Yeah. It's all about family. Yes, this, it's got the spirit of Christmas. Yes. This does not have the spirit of Christmas. He's running about that building barefoot. With the ba- whole film a starts from buying a Christmas. Same takes stuck to him. You know what I mean? Highly explosive, just to try and get his family. The whole film starts because he's buying this fucking Mogwai as a present for his kid for Christmas. It's just no, I but it's just set at Christmas, Craig. That's the that's I'm what aware. she's trying to tell you. I'm aware. But it's the sentiment of Christmas. It's not about the sentiment of Christmas. Christmas isn't mentioned in. It just happens to be set during Christmas, which doesn't, in my opinion, that doesn't make it a Christmas film. There needs to be a sentiment of family and togetherness and like, or actually about Christmas, you know, as if it's like Santa mm-hmm. delivering presents and shit. That's a Christmas film. Christmas something's got a tree in it. Oh, there's a Christmas tree, there's a Christmas film. Christmas no. isn't about family to everyone. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. There's other sentiments though, but there is the, the, like gift giving. Oh, gift giving. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. It's gift giving. Mm-hmm. We'll just agree to disagree, okay? Aye. You sit with the 15%, that's fine. Fine. Bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, see, in terms of characters, right? I know she doesn't play like a massive role, but see the sort of well to do woman that's a total cunt. She comes yes. into the bank at the beginning. Bank, yeah. What a fucking brilliant, absolute <laughs> asshole she is. Mm. Like, she just comes across as such. A fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, the way she talks to people, she's got a real old school... And it's interesting, like, obviously the film feels dated, but she looks like, even in a film set in 1984, that she's like a woman out of time. She seems like somebody from the 50s or the yeah. 60s, and she's such a bastard. Yeah, just when you mentioned, though, the age there, like, I, I felt watching this, like, that scene in particular near the beginning and any of the other kind of street scenes, like, to me, it was very obvious that it was filmed. A set. In a set. Yeah. Like, you can, I the don't know. You can, it's universal uh-huh, backlot. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. just see it, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, you totally see it. And also, I think the, like, Back to the Future was actually filmed in yeah. the same, yeah. like, mm. plot, but... Um, yeah, I think the 80s did got a certain style, don't they? When you look mm-hmm. back at it now, you're like, that's not a sidewalk. Yeah. Oh, no, you can, I can totally tell some films it's just Hollywood backlot, mm-hmm. but it's dressed up a little bit different. Yeah. It's the same sets that get used over and over again. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I did think it was great. One of my favourite scenes. I don't, it's not even meant to be funny, I don't think, but so the mum always seems pretty placid to, through it. Mm. She seems quite, she's, she's the typical, family 80s mum she does everything for her family does everything for the kids like stay-at-home mum the total stereotype but 
she's in the house and she hears the noise coming from upstairs and she sees there's something all right. When she comes back down, they're all trying to attack her. Mm. And she goes fucking tonto. Like, I just, I was expecting, like, given the character, that she would just run out the house. But no, no. She sees one of them hover near a blender. She turns the blender on and fucking blends the wee cunt. Then she gets a knife and stabs one to death. (laughs) And then um, she fucking throws one in the microwave and turns (laughs) it on and stays to watch it explode. And I was like, she took a fucking 90 degree turn mm-hmm. into Psychoville. <laughs> she was like turned into a mass murderer. I mean, to be fair, having that guy as a husband, you maybe would, because every fucking thing was an invention. Like, you, oh, you commented on the egg, the, the, the machine with the eggs. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing in that house. You couldn't even just put your shoes on. You had to use some sort of I machine know. to put your shoes on that would then fucking put them in your head. So do you know there's a new one coming out this next year? Really? Gremlins. Is that a Christmas film? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the, going with the colours, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're fucking, they're, they're making everything again, so... Steven Spielberg presents... Oh, look, 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 hold on. 25th. Oh, my God, it's ages away. It's December next year. So Christmas. It's a while to go. <laughs> Christmas. Uh, it's a prequel, though. It just says a sequel, oh no, a sequel, sorry, to Gremlins, nineteen eighty four. Makes sense for the three. Yeah. And then two <laughs> uh, so two came out. Se- Who's in it? Six years after the first one. It doesn't tell you anything like uh-huh. The second one came out six years after the first one. 1984 and the second one was 1990. I didn't realise to see the, I suppose, the difference because obviously these were like this was filmed with animatronics, Mm. and so I I wonder if they'll try and still do that, but CGI a bit, like no, because it almost seems to have went back the way a lot about these days. Like people are using puppetry and and Mm. that sort of stuff more, Mm -hmm. and it's more engrossing that something's actually there. Yeah. And then like an actor gets to actually engage with something that's there as well. So their performance is better rather than acting with something that's a fucking tennis ball and a stick. Yeah. It's it's hard. Even as an actor, it's probably hard to engage with that. Yeah. So I think when you're actually these weak, I mean, how fucking cute is Mogwai? Aye. And then those other things it turns into you know I just think they look fucking awesome so you have cool. to think that like I don't know you see something with a three in the end of it and you go that's going to be pish but see if they do this right it could be fucking huge oh aye definitely given how cute the characters are yeah. like you've got it. I mean I don't know this I meant to check it before we recorded but I mean you have to assume that the likes are like I don't know what was those wee animals that come out? Furbies. Furbies. You have to mm. assume that Furbies and all that sort of shit was made based off. Of aye. Aye. I mean, they're not the same thing, but they clearly draw inspiration. Aye. And I mean, look at the success yeah. of Baby Yoda and all the merchandise that's coming aye. off the back of that. Yeah. So again, the re-release of this film, like... Could, if it's done right... Yeah. It'll reignite the, the want for all these like cuddly toys and yeah. things like that. Yeah. yeah. It is interesting they've went with a three, though. Because you would think, given them out of time, they were just gremlins. Because that's what they do generally. Aye. Aye. Aye, that's a good show. Mm. I don't know. But it, c- cool, I suppose cool that they're continuing on the story, though. Mm-hmm. Kind of keeping it canon or whatever. Um, there was also a bit where um, 
see the girl, the, the sort of love interest, the girl that's working at the bar. Yeah. I, I mean, it's obviously just done for satire or whatever, but it cuts to a scene where all the gremlins are inside the bar and they're like drinking and getting rowdy and partying. And she's like weaving in and out of them, trying to clean up. She's like, oh, can you put that down? Stop smashing that. Here, oh, and she's trying to clean up the mess. And you're like, run. <laughs> Fucking run. What are you doing? What are She's you like, doing? This is a shite shift. I know. There's <laughs> <laughs> clearly fucking ravenous animals in here buying pints. Would know, you fucking leave? Like, they could be poisonous. This thing, if they touch him and wants to say they don't give you some disease. Yeah. Aye. And she's running about trying to put coasters under their pints. And I'm like, <laughs> they've not paid for those pints. They don't have money. Right? No. They've started a tab yeah. and they're not going to pay. No. What's Kick the main, them out. What's the main one called again? Is it Scar or something like that? Oh, I can't even remember. He's got like something to distinguish him, the bad one. It's like a, it's either a scar or a wee mohawk or something. One of them has a mohawk. They've all got, quite a few of them have got defining features, I think. Uh, See, I mean, full disclosure, like I watched a Sunday night mid fucking extreme pain. (laughs) And so I was not as focused, laser focused as I usually am because, and I hadn't slept the night before. Uh, So, but yeah, no, one of them's definitely got a mohawk. I think one of them does maybe have like some sort of facial mm. appliance. I might watch the second one now, just to... Yeah. Because I feel as if the second one is the one that's got more action and more bits that I remember. Mm. This one was, I don't know, just disappointed me a little bit. After I watched it, I was like, I was kind of not as good as I remember. Mm. Yeah, it's not aged particularly well. No. Some I mean, some anim- of them do and some don't. The animatronics there wouldn't look great still. I think like you could take those animatronics and put them in a film today and it'd still be like, hold yeah. up brilliantly. But the rest it's of it just, seemed dated, didn't the it? The rest of it, yeah. It's very slow. Yeah, I might do the same actually. If I'm too tired, even tonight maybe if I'm too tired to game, I may just fire on that in the background or something. The second one. Because I, I just, I, I, I will have seen it, but I cannot remember it. Yeah. At all. We're going to pie it. We are going to mince pie it for the very last time this year. I'll go for a three, four for me. Four, just because of the nostalgia. (laughs) Would I give Batman two? This is a one. That's definitely worse. If you gave it more than Batman, the wedding would be off. Christmas spirit with these films at all. I fucking told her there was two she was going to be really excited for and two she wasn't. I said, let's intertwine them. What were the two you were excited for again? Home Alone 2 and Batman. Uh, Home Alone 2 and Die Hard 2. But she shot her load and went for the the two she wanted early and then she's had a poor end to the month. (laughs) (laughs) But I have actually watched good Christmas films in between. I've just... I haven't kept I haven't kept a running tally how many times I've watched Home Alone this year. I know what... Christmas film I watched the other night. It was really good. You've probably seen it. I didn't know it existed. Uh, Office Christmas Party. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? That was funny. Yeah. It's amazing. It funny. See, the thing is, right, I, for that film came out, I think, five years ago, and I see the amount of people that I recommend that film to, mm. but I totally get why folk don't watch it, because you look at it and you just go, oh, just, it's going to be just some fucking shite. It's, it's so funny. funny. It's funny. It's really good. Yeah, I liked it. That okay. I can't remember the name of the, the main actor. He's Jason fucking Bateman. brilliant. Uh, no, I know him. The T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller. I think he's fucking funny as fuck. Mm, that was good. He got cancelled, but I think he's. Ah, he's hopefully making yeah. a comeback though. His cancellation was minor. Mm. What's that? 
he had some accusation against him, but it was like pretty minor compared oh, to right. the rest. Right. So I think he is going to make a comeback. But uh, no, it's a brilliant film. I've been recommending it. Folk need to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. It's a uh, it's a really good one. It's one we watch. In fact, we watched it Friday night. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that wraps up our Christmas movies. Um, we will be doing movie reviews next year. Maybe not every week, but yes. We've still got plenty to go. We do indeed. So, yeah, last but not least for this week's episode, it's our pick of the week. There's fuck all out. Finally. Usually it's the whole of December. There's no <laughs> games coming out. that much next year. No. But uh, it was interesting this year, to be honest, the fact that like even last week, Neon White and all that came out, like... Usually you'd never release a game in December, but there's just so much shit waiting to come out that they just did. But they've finally taken a week off. There's like two games coming out this week and they look utter pish. But most of the storefronts have started their like massive Christmas sales. So I would say jump on there because you'll get some good deals. Indeed you. Okay, so yeah, thank you once again for tuning in. Please make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice so you don't miss an episode. Um, there will be another episode next Thursday at the usual time of 3 o'clock that will be the last one of the year before we hit 2023 how exciting so have a jolly Christmas folks yeah have have a a good Christmas everyone and we will see you for what is almost certain to be the biggest year of games ever in 2023 a busy busy time for us it's going to be good exciting times ahead Yes, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas!